This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about the Fast Food Hall of Fame, saying I love you, and getting intimate with the boss. Check it out, enjoy it, share it with friends. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Lazar. Every Tuesday and Friday, with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every episode. I'm gonna say it one more time for the people new at home. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for getting involved with this podcast. I love doing it, and it really, whoo. Ah, that's me getting my nuts feathered by you, the listener. Oh, does it feather my nuts? Boils my beans. It sears my sausage every time you guys tell me where you're listening, how you're listening, who you're listening with. I love it. Keep spreading the word. That's the only way this podcast keeps growing, which it is. Every week, the numbers get Go up and up and up, and it's because of you. So you need to tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a fraternity brother, a sorority sister, a mom, a dad, an aunt, an uncle, anyone with ears. That's this podcast, the official podcast of people with ears. So go spread the word and tell everyone. And it's it's unbelievable what's going on here because I got people that are coming from you know the Lady Lovin' podcast, which I was a guest on recently, and you should all go listen to. The Betches podcast, which is I've been a guest on, and you should all go listen to. Uh, you know, Legion of Skanks, and you know what, dude, and all these podcasts. It's it's like you're you you know you were just capturing our community from each of these to bring them here to the J Train boat. So keep telling your friends. I'm pushing it, so I want you guys to push it as well. And and those Snapchats. I know I don't know what we're doing socially right now, but I love Instagram. I'm at Jared Freed on Instagram. I love Snapchat, but I know I can feel it. I feel the movement. I feel it in my bones. I feel people moving from Snapchat to Instagram every day. And I, I don't know. I'm at Jared Freed on Instagram. Follow me. I've been putting up my Bumble conversations, which um, I don't know what people think of those, but I enjoy doing them. It's a f- nice free writing project of mine. Um, and also Snapchat, JTrain56. That's where it gets a little more personal. I mean, I put stuff up there. I put up the stories. I love your response when you're in a car full of people and you're like, we got we got the pod on. And this is a podcast about starting conversations. This is about, you know, let us handle the awkwardness of, of handling these questions. And then you look to your right, look to your left. Okay. They're talking about butt stuff. Let's talk about it in our own lives. Okay. So I am super excited about today's guest. Super funny. Um, awesome comic, Kelsey Cook. Thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you for having me. Such a pleasure to have you. <laughs> My face hurts from you <laughs> screaming hello. That was hilarious, and I love how your two, uh, the two people with you in the room, have obviously heard you do it a million times, and Not we're completely unfazed. Unfazed. Un nothing. The hello is one of those things <laughs> that I know for new listeners. If you've just gotten involved, maybe right. you saw me on Instagram, and you you're like, I'll give it a shot. You're like, what is this guy doing? I and love it's it. it's it's just, you know what? I like energy. I like to create yeah. it. You know, we and we're creating out of nowhere. We're here in a you know in a in a studio <laughs> at midday on a Monday. We got to create it. Yes, you know, that and makes sense. there's so many podcasts out there. And listen, I listen to some of them, but I don't like the hey. Hi. So we're here. Yeah. 
And it's like, who wants to listen to that bullshit? Let's go. Let's get it going. Exactly. Let's ABF. I love it. Always be A- funny. ABF. <laughs> so oh. Kelsey's fantastic. Uh, she yes. works at Comedy Cellar. She's so funny. I watch her all the time. And she's going to be on This Is Not Happening on Comedy Central. That's fun. Thank you. I'm That's excited. a storytelling show. Yeah. Ari Shafir's st- uh, storytelling show, except Roy Wood Jr. is hosting it this year. Roy has been a podcast guest. Has Ari, he? to, you know, to as a uh, little. Uh, as a, a a little preview, we have him booked soon, so oh, he'll fun. be coming on. So, nice. um, but no, this show is a fantastic show, and I love going through the YouTube yeah. of the old. This is not happening. It's such a good way to like meet a comic. Totally. I mean, the stories are so personal. It's just yeah. like the most horrific, crazy, either drug or sex stories, or you know, run-ins with the law. They're they're awesome. Mm, do Hi- you, oh, can you give us a highlight of your story? Do you have a story? Yeah. What, what, uh, what's the premise? <laughs> Uh, well, you guys are going to get to know me real quick. Yeah. Uh, this is it in a nutshell, is that the first time I tried masturbating, I ended up in the emergency room. Perfect. So that, I mean, if you're not excited mm, for that, yeah. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Yeah, Stop listening. I don't, I've got nothing else. Uh, that, that's amazing. Okay, Thanks. so we'll leave it for This Is yeah. Not Happening. It's yeah. on Comedy Central. Also, you have a podcast. Yes. It's called The Self-Helpless Podcast. This is what I say to people. Come to Papa JT. <laughs> Come to Uncle J Train, the King of Brunch, the Climax Czar, oh the Omelet Overlord, oh and I God. will bring you other podcasts for your listening pleasure. And Love listen, I, I'm going to give a moment for Bla- Laughable right now. Laughable is an app where you can go subscribe to a comedian. Yeah. And that you can see any podcast they have or they've been a guest on. And I am one of those people that you can subscribe to and see anything that I've been on for like since I've started comedy, which is crazy. It's awesome. But yeah. uh, same for you. So oh, yeah. you have a podcast called the Self Helpless Podcast. Yes. Explain it for the listeners here. So it is uh, Taylor Tomlinson, <coughs> Delaney Fisher, and I were three very uh, type A neurotic comedians. I don't know Delaney. Okay, Delaney's but I, great. I know Taylor Tomlinson. Yes. We both did New Faces in Montreal together. Yes, she's amazing. So funny, hilarious. She murdered. Yes. But she is that, you know, I don't know her, know her, but like <laughs> watching how she worked that whole week, yeah. it, she's very much on the ball. Totally. Yeah. We are very, very uptight neurotic people. So, uh, Every week we take on a different self-help topic and okay. kind of, you know, research it and decide if we think it's helpful or if it's bullshit. You know, we've talked about like feng shui and Tony Robbins and the whole minimalism movement. Uh, we've talked about so many different so things. So all these like things that if someone explained to you, you roll your eyes at them because you're like, I'm not fucking doing this right you guys look into it yeah. and you're like what is it like to be a minimalist doesn't totally. make sense totally we go through it and then usually by the end of it we all have different feelings like i've been a big feng shui person for years i totally believe in it really so you don't strike me as that I usually i would think i'd have a huge scarf on <laughs> right and you'd have dangly earrings right and you'd be going mother earth <laughs> mother yeah. earth directs where we shall be sitting <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. They always seem sing-songy. Yeah, like a king of yeah, France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very uh, witch-like if you get really into it. It is a little creepy, but uh, I do believe in some parts of it, and Taylor was totally like, this is complete bullshit. I will yeah. never believe in this. And she went out on a whim and like, or went out on a whim, sorry, and uh, kind of did a few feng shui things in her home and actually saw a difference in her life. Really? And she was like, well, shit, you converted me. Well, so- it's it's interesting. It's like when you look at religious you know, things like a, 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 there's a point where this all makes sense and then it becomes OCD. Yes. You know, (laughs) like I I remember like I was, when I was in Israel, uh, we did like, uh, the Saturday night, you know, you, you do Shabbat services, all that stuff. And they had this, they're like, okay, we have to wash your hands. Yeah. And it's this washing hands prayer. Okay. But you're like at a certain point, (laughs) Yeah, fucking wash your hands before you eat dinner. This is why they, you know, could live right. on. They didn't eat the dirt on their hands. Totally. And, and, and then you get to another point where you're like, you know, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. You're like counting out the, the number of splashes on your hands. You're like, okay, we've gone. We've done it. We've, we've jumped yeah. over a bridge with this shit. But I, I, do, I do see like with all these things, there has to be good and bad. Absolutely. I mean- you, I don't think there's an idea of feng shui that you can control every part of your life. Mm. But also, if you walk into your living space and it looks like a fucking dump, your yeah. life probably reflects that a little bit in some way. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of course, of course. I mean, I feel it when I like am well shaved and my apartment's clean. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel better. Yeah, it's all that energy bullshit of like, you know, if you're putting good energy out or if you're surrounded by good energy, you're probably going to feel better. Have you gotten so. into Gary V yet? No. Okay, this guy, I I know I have a lot of crossover with Gary V disciples and I I think he's great. You know, he's he's like this Shelby, how would you describe him? You you just shook your head. I don't know how I would describe him, but how would you describe him? like a high energy guy high energy in your uh, face in your face okay motivational guy okay he's like made money doing everything he's ever done like a tony robbins type he's like a tony robbins type but will swear at you okay so he'll be like he'll, he'll look at you and go you need to get your fucking life together <laughs> okay. and and you know what the excuses are Bullshit, you know, <laughs> like everything enunciated yeah. by a swear, and he's like, and he's like, like I just saw one video where he's like, and your mom's a fucking loser. Oh my god, <laughs> you know, like, he's, he's like, like a real New York guy, just calling you yeah. out. Yeah, he's a big Jets fan, I think. Okay. So, but I'd like to hear what you guys would think about him. But I, I yeah, we'll totally look into him. You gotta Gary look v. into him, Gary. Okay. V. He's okay. a big time. I'd have him on the podcast. I just want to hear what he has to say. He hasn't mince words. Doesn't miss words, right? And and now there's like the copycat, so it makes him look like more of a bullshitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's the swearing in, in, inspirational person. Yeah, Tony Robbins, uh, on his Netflix special, uh, I Am Not Your Guru, he swears so frequently that it's almost jarring. And he says that he does it intentionally to try and keep people's attention. Because yeah. Because he's like long, long seminar days. But- the way he does it, it just doesn't feel natural. It's I know. Weird. There's something forced. where it feels like, I get it. You're the cool motivational yeah, guy. I, you yeah. Know, like, like he's oh. trying to be edgy. And it's like, Ugh, this feels like your uncle who's trying to be cool with you when yeah. he like, realizes that you're old enough to hear swear words. You're like, you can fucking tone it down. Like it's having fine. a like a, your eighth grade teacher that like looks around the room before he says, fuck it. Yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> Oh, look at uh, you, Mr. Science is, is pretty cool. Let's yeah. do class outside. Okay. <laughs> Kelsey Cook, fu- uh, a- a- very excited to have you here. Thank Are you ready for you. some emails? I'm oh, so ready. So the Self-Helpless Podcast, go check it out. Kelsey, Taylor, and, Ke- and Delaney are on that, uh, at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram, Kelsey Cook on Twitter. Go check her out. Support her. So funny. You've seen her a million times at the seller. She's great. Thank Work you. conference. Podcast at gmail.com. You can send anything you'd like to the email address. We get the, the emails this week. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't wait. So many great titles. And, and I kind of just like I looked at the top 10 titles and I was like, oh, let's just get into this. <laughs> Perfect. Papa JT, longtime listener, first time emailer. I listened to the JTRAIN podcast during a six hour flight to Chicago for a work conference. Your shit had me cracking up the entire flight and it feathered my nuts. <laughs> I'm out of the, uh, my home city for a week and next to no one from my work, and I'm looking to meet some chickies. Oh, does he say chickies? He wrote chickies. Oh, okay. We're chickies already. is, uh, if he had written chickadees, I would have been like on board. Oh, chickies no. is tough, but maybe Me it's either. a Midwestern thing. There yeah. are a few thousand people at this convention, plus the entire city of Chicago. My company put me up in a grade A room in a nearby hotel. Okay, so he's got a sick room. Okay. He's in Chicago. Conference. Okay. Do you have advice for picking up ladies at a convention, or do I just look for some locals? What do you think? Whoa. <laughs> I can't get over chickies. Chicky. I hate it so much. Listen, it's I don't okay to hate. Help him. You can hate the words. <laughs> But let's you know let's let's push through that. Okay, I'm because to... chickies, yeah. I there's no real. The thing is with the internet, we've lost any facial expression on the other side. Sure, yeah. So we write things like even when you get in a fight on Twitter, if you said yeah. that to someone's face, you'd be like, ugh, I, I can't believe the person I've become. Totally. Chickies is one of those words that you've never actually said to someone, but you write down. You're like, oh yeah, chickies. Oh no, yeah. My first piece of advice is. Never, Never ever say that. To <laughs> so let's leave that ever one again. back at home. Yes. How do you think? Have you ever been like? I mean, you you go on the road. Do yes. You, you have a boyfriend though. So, I but do, like, yeah. have you ever been in that situation where a guy's approached you in a way that you're like, he did it right, just not for me. Hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm trying to think. God, I bet I've been with my boyfriend for like si- almost six years now. How did so. you guys meet? So he is also a comedian. Okay. So we met at an open mic. Um. But like yeah. all dream romance start. <laughs> like all mic. good uh, financially <laughs> broke. Yeah, just the worst. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Any guy that comes up and 
clearly has like a game plan in mind. Yeah. Women smell that so fast and we hate it. I oh yes. We and and that's it. the thing as from his perspective, you you can't you gotta avoid the creepiness that lives inside every man. Absolutely. And I, I know, know you guys all have we it. We all have it. Totally. We're all disgusting animals. Yes. But your creepiness is based on how much you can push that down to your inner stomach. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, so yes. like the le- you know, you gotta hide this, and and I I think what you're saying is right. The plan, the when the minute, and I've been on the road, and I've put it out there where I've been like on Tinder or I've been on Bumble, and I'm right. like, and I'll talk to people, like I'll be like in a town that is not my own, and I'll start a conversation. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, what do you? They, they want to know what are you doing here, and I'm like, yeah. I'm here because I'm doing a show nearby. Yeah. It's never met with, ooh, a show nearby, a Rolling Stone. It's always met with, so you're fucking leaving? Uh. <laughs> like, you know, it's never, so like nine out of 10 girls aren't looking for the fucking, you know, cowboy who came into town for the night. Right, that is true. So you guys smell that, and I think for him, he has to acknowledge that. Yeah. He has to acknowledge that you are, you're somebody's fling, not their yeah. thing. Absolutely. Ooh, Ooh, that was a good, uh, good ride. That could be a title for that this thing. That is a t-shirt. I, I, I think I just print it, print them up, baby. <laughs> that merch uh, going. But I, I, I mean, you have, so my advice to this guy yeah. is the locals, that could work, but only if they come to your turf. What is up with your rhyming? Like, I mean, that wasn't a complete rhyme, but that but sounded that, rhyming and it, I like it, it. I could really Eminem this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like you, the convention's big. Yeah. So what he should do is you got to hang out at the convention grounds. There's yeah. going to be a bar everyone goes to. There's going to be a place everyone's hanging totally. at. And those hotels, if you're at a Great Hay Hotel and you're at the hotel lobby, these are great yeah. places where no girl could look at you and be like, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing. Like exactly. Everyone at that hotel bar is in the same boat. I was just going to say, if it's a work conference and everybody is there with hotel, I mean, I'm sure that there are women who are going there thinking like, ooh, like I wonder if I'm going to meet somebody that would just be like a fun hookup for the weekend. Girls want that just as much as guys. Yeah. Like it's underplayed, but it's true. Totally. So, uh, yeah, I would say just being in the right environment. Like you said, hanging out at the hotel bar, whatever, you know, that area is. Hang at that hotel bar in the area of the hotel. You want to be within walking distance of the hotel because it explains what you're doing there. If you go like, that's why the Tinder Bumble thing rarely works with the road thing because it's like, Dude, you're in your you're in your home right now, naked. Right. You know, yes. like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> you're, you're not gonna like have me come over. I, I right. I'm here for something more. I didn't come here for this. So and yeah. maybe you know, there's someone out there being like, Tinder's a hookup app. Well, put that shit away. That's like, girls are there and they don't see it that way. Right. See, that's I've never been on Tinder yeah. or Bumble. I met my boyfriend before all that, and so that's always fascinated me because I have zero experience with what that is like. Yeah. But I would imagine that women do typically look at Tinder as trying to find more than just a hookup, even the, though people say, oh, it's just for hookups. But you know, as, as as a woman yourself, yeah, you're not going on that app. Like, I, I just think it's like, if, if the app were all guys, it'd be Grindr and we'd all be fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you exactly. know, there would yeah. be, a, but I'm saying you have to, uh, t- uh, you know, the opposite sets on there. So the opposite set comes on Tinder and Bumble being like, yeah, I'll give this dating thing a yeah, try. Totally. They they don't see it as they're not just falling into whatever plan we have. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like our plan be like, yeah, meet me in that alley. Oh god. And I'll just be hanging there hard, yeah. ready for you to get there. <laughs> yeah. That's what all guys would like to happen. And it's like that's just not. No. We have to get dressed and fucking put in some effort because right. women want that. Right. So I'm saying if you're going on a convention, stay off the apps, stay within walking distance of the hotel because then at least if you meet someone from local they'll be like there's a story there and it's not like you just went there just to be this fucking you know you yeah. know on the road fuck guy yeah then totally what my advice to you and this is big advice and i talk about this about with getting drunk you don't you want to like i think there should be a drunk pace car if you go to a party you just follow the you find the drunkest person you stay behind them uh- but I think there's oh also God. the creepy pace car. Sure. 
Yeah. Guys will be creepy, especially at a work event, especially at a convention. There are married dudes that are coming there because it's their one chance. And they're going right. to go too strong, too hard, yeah. and really try to push it. Right. Okay? Yeah. You be around those dudes and be not as creepy as them, yeah. and you'll be fine. Or just nobody be creepy. Can <laughs> well, people just not <laughs> maybe ever be creepy? That'd be so nice. That'd be nice. That'd be really I just nice. don't think. I've been on enough bachelor parties with the one dude who's married, Ugh. and the marriage isn't going well, and they're going, right. We gotta go to a strip club. We gotta yeah. go to a strip club. We gotta go to a strip club. Okay, there's and, and it's like, dude, fucking relax. Yeah. I I actually want to meet real people, right? <laughs> you know, right. Exactly. and and so I know that that guy exists out there where right. he's coming to the convention with a plan, just like you said, where it's right. like, don't have a plan. Well, there's the married dude that hasn't been out in five years that thinks this is his big opportunity to cheat. Right. Yeah. 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 And your job, this dude, single guy who's coming there, is to be is to not need it. Yeah, the de- oh, desperation is something also we can just smell so strongly, and it's it's rough. Like, if you go with the idea of, like, I'm going to have fun with whoever comes within the bar seats around me, yeah. it's going to work out. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Kelsey Cook, at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, <laughs> at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram. This is not happening. Coming on Comedy Central Self-Helpless Podcast. What day does it come out? Mondays. Every Monday. Motivation so there's, Monday. There's your Monday. Yes. Okay? I always tell people, put it in the library of your life. Okay? Yes. You got your Monday podcast. You got your Tuesday podcast, J Train Podcast. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, J Train Podcast again. There it is. Okay. Yeah. A little more than a wandering eye. I like this question. Ooh, okay. It's a lady email. Okay. <laughs> a lady email. <laughs> I'm in a mon- monogamous relationship of almost a year, and I really like this guy. I don't love very easily, but I think I might go as far to say that I think I love him. She's been with him for a year and doesn't know? She's. I think she's holding back. Okay. All right. Continue. Okay. Sorry. I. I hear where you're. I. To me, that's a sentence that says I love him, but I, I haven't really said it yet. It's not. It hasn't okay. been said. Okay. Got you. Like I think no one wants to say I love you, and that's unless they're gonna get a love you back. But if he, why hasn't he told her in a year? I'm sorry. I'm not even a letting year? you finish okay. the whole question. That's you, okay. You say he, uh, jump in whenever. Okay. I can very easily see myself marrying him and spending the rest of my life with this man. The problem here is that while he is loving and physically affectionate. When we're alone, or when we're alone or out in public, okay, okay. the verbal reassurance that I'm cute, pretty, etc., has become sparse. Maybe I have some me problems I need to work out, or maybe he just didn't, just isn't the one. Even though I really want him to be the one, but I am friends with some other guys who I know have other intentions and give me that reassurance I need. Hmm. I've been more than clear that I have a boyfriend and I'm happy with him and they still talk to me like they're trying to pick me up and I'm okay with that. Okay. I make it clear that I value their friendship. They give me good advice like any real friend would, but also slide a couple of your sexy slash beautiful comments and I've even made comments about how I do could do much better than my boyfriend. To be clear, I would never leave my boyfriend for any of these guys. Okay. What's wrong with me? I know he would be hurt if he saw how much they, uh, how much or the way these guys talk to me. I've told my guy I need the reassurance and it comes and it'll come and go in waves. I don't even know what my question here is. I guess I'm just looking for your thoughts on this. Hmm. So the the understanding I have from this email is that she's like in the phase of like Watson, I love you from her boyfriend. Yeah. She's loving the relationship they have, but she also has these guy friends that give that she's kind of. They're giving they're, her something that her boyfriend isn't. They are. And, and she's sticking around them for some reason. Yeah. Cause she needs it. She As, needs the we verbal. We all need that. Yeah. Yeah. But don't. But she writes in the beginning, and I. I kind of want to go back to this. She, he's loving and physically affectionate when we're out and are in public. The verbal reassurance that I'm pretty cute, etc., has become sparse. Don't you think she's getting the the guy she he is? Hmm. Okay. So can you say the very first sentence of the email again? I'm in a monogamous relationship of almost a year, and I really like this guy. I don't love very easily. I, but I think I could go as far as to say that I'm in love with him. I can very easily see myself marrying him and spending the rest of my life with this man. My problem here is that while he's loving and physically affectionate when we're alone or out in public, the verbal reassurance that I'm cute, pretty, et cetera, has become sparse. Okay, so he, my initial reaction 
and again, I don't, we don't have that many details on this relationship. Sure. Like, but if it's been monogamous for a year, that to me is unusual that they haven't said I love you yet. Interesting. I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you no, think that's I, normal? That seems like a long time to me. That's interesting that you think it's a long time. And I, and it's, um, I never would have thought of that, but I guess it is a little weird if she's feeling it and not getting that back. Right. But I also don't want to blame the guy right away. Okay. And Because I, I do think that when she writes it, maybe it's some me problems. I think that this is like some self, like, why is she stick? I, I understand that she wants the, we all need that you right. know reassurance, but she says he's a good boyfriend. Sure. But he doesn't say, I guess the thing she really wants him to say is I love you. Yeah, which is, an, like, that's a need. Like, yeah. that is a human need to be loved. I have, like, one of my closest friends just went through almost exactly this situation where yeah. she's with a guy who treated her very, very well, very, like, physically affectionate, almost exactly this situation, but he could not say I love you. Mm. Like, could not bring himself to say that. Like, to him, that freaked him out too much. That felt like too heavy of a level of commitment and and then it's like and then it becomes the question of like okay when will you be convinced exactly that's what i'm saying is it's been a year yeah and that was the same with my friend where it had been a year and it does kind of get to that ultimatum point where it's like well are you ever gonna love me or do i just need to go what's interesting about this is is uh these are like when child relationships become adult relationships yeah like i the last like i was in from college until out of college, I was in like a two and a half year relationship. Okay. And then from then on, the only relationships I've gotten into have been like 10 months long. Okay. And the reason they've gone 10 months long is because, and I think this is back to the adult versus child relationship is I, I get to 10 months. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm like this guy. You're not invested. I'm not there. I'm not fully okay. in. I should be way more in than I am. And I'm like, you know what? Cut bait. Right. Even right. though this is good. Right. You know, this is mm. good, but I can't get over the I love you hump. Why? So, what, what happens in you that you're like, I can't say this? Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't feel it. And, okay. I, and I try to envision like the rest of my life with this person. And like, this is the thing where, you know, some girls will be like, well, what are you talking about? I'm not trying to get that serious. And it's like, yeah, but well, then what are we doing here? Exactly. You know, so yeah. you, she has to kind of ask, what are we doing here? But she also has to give this guy more of a chance than hanging around guys that are telling her to break up with her boyfriend. Right. Well, I think she needs to, and this is what I told my friend in that same situation. I was like, you need to have a very real conversation because that was something that she had trouble with was yeah. kind of like she felt uncomfortable having a conversation like that. And of course, because it's that's awkward. It's hard if you are wanting that person to say I love you and they're not doing it, mm. then it sucks to be like, hey, so uh, elephant in the room, we've been together for a year, yet you still haven't said I love you, but like, I kind of feel that way. Do you not feel that way? It's, it's a shitty, awful, painful conversation to have. But also necessary, and if you're having to dig it out of someone, then maybe they're just not mature enough or maybe they're not there with you where you are. Right. What, you, what happened to your friend? She ended up uh, leaving him and really? found somebody that she is like madly in love with who is madly in love with her and they figure that out right away. There was no question. No. And I I mean I hate to say this but like I do feel like it can be that simple. Well it, that is the it, with all these things all these questions they all become difficult until they're not. Exactly. You know and then there's a point where you're like oh how did I go through all that crap before it's because well because it wasn't it just wasn't the match. But right. I, I think for her the fact, you know, there's two things going on here. Your boyfriend's not saying I love you, which is something that we, from this email, we can kind of like right. dig out. That's her issue. Yes. And then we're also getting out of this that she's hanging around guys that fulfill something in her that this guy isn't. Totally. And if that's the case, do you really love him? Yeah. Or are you just happy that someone's committed to you? Yeah. Because the guys that tell you that, Oh man, you could be doing so much better than your boyfriend. Guess what? They're not going to be your boyfriend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. will fuck you, but <laughs> they will not be your boyfriend. They will not be better than your boyfriend. They th they're anytime a guy says you could do better than your boyfriend, it's always him being like, "Yeah, I'd fuck you." 
Uh, you think? I don't Absolutely. Know. Really? Oh, I feel. What like kind of I'm... advice? To, because a guy doesn't say that to be like, yeah, and I want to be monogamous with you. Really? See, but don't you feel like all guys also eventually want to oh, be a- in a relationship? Absolutely. But I'm saying the type of dude <laughs> that is friends with a girl who has a boyfriend, yeah, and actively tells that girl that the boyfriend's just not hot enough for you right. is say, he's not saying he's not checking out other dudes right he's checking out himself <laughs> so he's looking down at him and being like hey, i can fuck you good yeah and then <laughs> he he's sounds like such a farmer i fuck you good i fuck you good <laughs> and then i go and hoe these fields <laughs> so know. be a hoe <laughs> so i i just think that like she has to delve into herself while like while yeah getting into that conversation with him totally because right now she's trying to like she's trying to like o-town liquid dreams her life you know explain what I mean? that please do you know I that love song o-town liquid dreams oh my can God. we play a little bit of that shelby if we have that so what up, do you mean by ooh. that well i mean they really hit the nail on the head with that song where they're like i dream about a girl who's like a mix what are the lyrics of Destiny's Child, uh, Madonna, <laughs> all this shit where they're like pulling all of the best parts of all these like beautiful, amazing women. Yeah. And they want to mesh it into one person. Yeah. Which would be, that would be a very ideal way. To... Oh, look at that. Getting into it. Goddamn. This makes me so happy to hear Look that. how official this song, the beginning of this song mm. is. Silky smooth. Goddamn, I love it. Look at you getting into it. She's always getting into it. (laughs) I feel like your listeners all know this song, right? They they gotta know. It's the right age range. Yeah, I think we're right in the heat of that. Mm. Where do you think O Town is right now? (laughs) I know. I always think that. Like, what? Like, what's Rob Thomas doing right now? He's just getting froyo. He's just hanging. Yeah. All right. So here's the chorus. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. So you think? <laughs> See, that would be. I nice. want a girl. What is the line? <laughs> I love it. Janet Jackson style. Okay, so let's pause that. So you think she's looking for? She's everything. trying to do that because she's not getting something from this guy, and so that's why she's feeling really fulfilled by these other guys in her life giving her those affirmations that her I, I think isn't. we all kind of do that absolutely. I, I think we all kind of go i want a girl who you know <laughs> absolutely i want a girl who licks my butt while <laughs> while <laughs> that's all you me. really want yeah that's all i want i just want <laughs> let's be honest please someone lick my butt some please somebody <laughs> ladies um but i remember uh, aziz on sorry talks about that in his book modern romance and that really stuck with me that we have so many options now we get sucked into this way of living where we're like, well, if I, I just want to meet somebody who's got this guy's body, but Mm. this guy's sense of humor, but this guy's job, but it's like, but does that, is that person real or is that just a big God? Or do we have so many choices now that we're just always going to be left wondering what else is out there and, you know, and, and missing out on that one thing, but that one thing really won't, Right. Fix it all. Right. But I do feel like the thing that she's missing from her relationship right now is an actual need. It's not like a frivolous, like, I love him. He's amazing, but he doesn't have a six pack. So I think, you know, then I'd be like, okay, tough shit. Yeah. It's where, how serious does he see this? I see this so serious that it's scaring me a little bit. So I'm looking for my other friends to give me validation. But I would also say to her, give in to separating yourself from guys like that. Right. And and maybe he feels that too. He might say, yeah, I, I love you, but I don't, you, you still hang out with these five dudes that yeah, don't, that aren't necessarily cool to me. Yeah. Maybe we, again, we don't know his perspective, I suppose, but, um, and again, I, I don't know what their goals are as mm. a couple, but just based on that they've been monogamous for a year. That seems weird to me that there's been no I love you. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're at the halfway point of this episode. I want to make a couple of announcements. We're doing a lot. Oh, first, thank you to everyone that came to the Comedy Cellar last night. Uh, we did a late show, Nimesh Patel and I, and we light turnout. Okay. 
11 o'clock show on a Sunday night. Oh, at, yeah. You know, excuses, you know, whatever. <laughs> but the people that came were fantastic. And there was a few people that, a few listeners that came out, which is very cool. Cool. Um, but also, we're doing a J Train Live. Okay. The last one, super successful. I saw pictures. looked amazing. It was crazy. Yeah. Crazy good. Colin Quinn, Dave Attell, um, Mayron Kagani. We had a great oh. time. We took emails live. Great energy. I want to repeat that. Yeah. And do it better. So oh. what we're doing, we're adding some more audio visual stuff to it. Okay. We're going to do the emails per usual. Also, live Tinder Bumble makeovers. We're going to bring up Tinder and Bumble Love profiles, it. and we're going to make them over. So yeah. I want you to come to the show. It's at the Comedy Cellar December 4th at 8 o'clock. December 4th at 8 o'clock. December 4th at 8 o'clock. That's a Monday night. Go to ComedyCellar.com. 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 Make a reservation now and get a crew together. Yes. This only works with energy, with a live. Yeah. And, and we had... Like they even David Tell says it on the podcast. He says this is the largest podcast audience I've ever seen here. Whoa! So we want to get. Yeah, it was great, but I think round two has to be better than round one. Yeah. So we need you guys to come out and bring people. And I know what you're thinking. It's gonna be tough sell. Yeah. Monday night at eight o'clock. Your friend who's wondering J Train, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> let them know. I I understand what pressure is on you bringing the friends so yeah. understand i feel that pressure that's why j train papa jt is bringing his fastball okay and i'm not just talking about the emails and the tinder bumble makeovers special guests oh shit big names guys people you know so they're going to be on this podcast december 4th at eight o'clock comedyseller.com is where you make your reservations make them now that Make is them exciting. now. I'm gonna be in town that week. I'll come watch. Come watch. Yes. Come hang out. You can all meet Kelsey, and we'll, you know, we're Fun. gonna do live questions from the audience. We got to that point last time where, yeah. you know, people got brave enough. But we start with the emails. Okay. Then people can start raising their hand and ask questions live. Also, Patreon. I'm on Patreon. 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 This is the new way to go, people. This is. is you can pay your you pay your content providers directly. Okay. Don't go through. The rigmarole of networks and all that stuff. Yeah. Go right to Papa J Train's mouth, okay? <laughs> and right all to his the, all the money that goes in, it's to create better content and more content for you, the listener. We have a bonus episode that went up Sunday. Shelby and I, we already got one review from the podcast that Sunday episode. Love and Shelby popping it. More and more people are saying it. The people are talking. These streets are talking. A lot of noise. <laughs> I can just, ugh, it's in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly just shook. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed. There's now, if you're not on there right now, there's tons of content. There's videos, blogs, mm. um, bonus podcast episodes. I think we have three up there. And then there's, um, uh, we had some other stuff, polls and it, and video. The nice. video, we have the video from the podcast is up there, from the live podcast. That's so amazing. Go to yeah. patreon.com slash Jared Freed, and you can do a dollar a month. If you're not doing a dollar, your mom's credit card is in your pocket. <laughs> Use <laughs> it, it now. Okay, and here's some dates. Uh, there's people coming out to shows, which, uh, thank you. I'm going to be at Laugh It Up Comedy Club in Poughkeepsie. This Saturday night, Laugh It Up Comedy Club in Poughkeepsie. This Saturday night. So that's uh, November 11th. Come on out. Comics come home. Oh, my effing God. That is a dream come true for me. Ooh. Boston Garden, November 18th. That's not this Saturday, but the next Saturday. I'm coming home. Cool. Comics come home at the Boston Garden. The li lineup's sick. Jimmy Fallon, Dennis Leary. What? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Bobby <sighs> Kelly, um, Jeff Ross. So, oh, I mean, that's not... That's not you're not doing me any favors by coming. I'm doing you the fucking favor. Oh, yeah. Mohegan Sun. Love Mohegan Sun. Comics at Mohegan Sun. That's like kind of like a, a second home for me. I love the people at Mohegan Sun. They're like really, they've been, they've been on, they've been, they're OKPs. Okay. J, they've been following J Train since day one. They've been helping me out. So we'll, let's help them out. Let's go to a show. I'm going to be there November 24th and 25th. Post Thanksgiving. There you go. We can, we can have a, have a, some turkey together. So the 24th and 25th. And uh, Petey Debreu is a good friend. He's been on the show. He's going to be on the show too. So come on out. Side Splitters in Tampa, Florida. Oh, boy. That's December 14th. 
Side Splitters and Tampa, Florida. I think I'm also on the 16th on the Late Show. So if you go to their website, I'm on there, Side Splitters in Tampa, Florida. And uh, are we going to do a voicemail at the end of this, Shelby? Yeah. So the voicemail number, you should plug it into your phone, the J Train Podcast voicemail. 347-669-8252. 347-669-8252. Kelsey Cook, at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, at Kelsey Cook tw- Comedy on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Which is worse? Ready? Okay. It's a pre-hookup edition, which is worse. Okay. Ella, hola, senor train. Every time you're out with a girl and bring her back to your place, so or guy. Okay. You must follow through with one of the following tasks before initiating a hookup. Okay. Okay. Either of these two things must be performed once bef- once she is back at your place and right before you make your move. Okay, so okay. you bring a guy back, sure. I bring a girl back, about to hook up. Okay. You have to do one of these two things. Which one is worse? Okay. Having to sing her an acapella version of a famous love ballad, something like My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. You must take this performance 100% seriously. Look her straight in the <laughs> oh. face, no smiling or laughing, and try to hit every note. <laughs> or, okay. while making small talk, casually prepare a large tray, cookie sheet size, of pre-made garlic fries and onion rings that is easily big enough for two people. When the food is done, you must eat all of it in front of her without offering her any. If she asks to have any, you must say no and continue eating until the food is gone. Which of these two things would be worse to perform every hookup? Oh, my God. I know which one right away. Really? Yeah, because, you know, and, and it goes into a lesson about life that I'll get into. But I, I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> that doesn't this really is gonna, get that yeah, deep. This is going to get deep. Because this, this is a lesson for life. And I see this in dating so fucking much. But, Kelsey, what do you think? I think... Ooh, I think the uh, the making garlic fries and onion rings, eating all of it, and then also not giving them any would be worse, because not only is that just like savage behavior, mm. but then you smell awful, you stink, you stink, you're bloated, you're, totally, you're greasy, sure. If you sang My Heart Will Go On acapella, that's still fucking weird, but at least they'll just maybe think like, oh, she's crazy, so she's going to be good in bed. Absolutely. You know? Shelby, do you have a thought on this? It'd just be a hassle to eat all that. It's a lot of food. That's yeah. a lot. Here's here's my answer, and I, I agree with all of you. The worst one is the cooking the food. Sure, yeah. It's the no that's the problem. If you cooked the food and you shared it, that's the easy one. I've done that. Many times <laughs> I've come home. That's my move. <laughs> I got a big spread. I, you're coming home to bagels and locks <laughs> at 3 a.m. But I'm saying I I just think in the lesson for life part of this, you should know in the first few dates is just such a bad answer to any question. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I don't mean it like yeah. hookup was. I know sounds the, real rapey. I know that sounds rapey. You know. Okay, now let me take. Hookups not included, but I'm saying I get in these situations with girls a lot right. where they think they're being funny with a no answer. Like, can you give an example? Like, if we're on a dating, if we're talking, and there's, a, there's a, this whole idea of like the negging. Oh yeah, where it's like, no, that's stupid. Anytime you're knowing an somebody in anything, yeah. you sound like a miserable fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, and, and it's like, you know, no, oh, who does that? No, that's basic. No, that's, you know, and it's like, why don't you just yes and say, it, it, it's, a, it's an improv technique, but sure. like, I have a lot of girls that like, when I, you know, when you start with them, they find out you do comedy or whatever, yeah. they try to out funny you. Weird. And it, th- good relationships are improv, they're not stand up. Right, right. They're not me perform for you, you perform for me. It's we perform with each other. Yeah, it's a conversation. And and, and you sitting with the, the garlic shit, being like, no! <laughs> if I were her, I'd be like, what happened to this guy? Yeah, it'd be like a bridge troll. And yeah, awful. at least with the singing, she's going to look and go, that guy has to have the biggest penis in yeah. the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, well, I don't get it. Yeah. But the confidence to do this shit, because what you're doing <laughs> when true. you sing the song, you're yesing yourself on I can sing. <laughs> yeah. And that's a fun, more fun person. Say yes. Yeah. JTrainPodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com here with Kelsey Cook. I Let's do this one. Okay. 
This is so fun. I love this. Oh, I'm happy you're enjoying it. You're doing a yeah. great job. I, I, uh, please read with a female guest. Ooh, here I am. Long time listener with a, from the TFM days. Come to Phoenix for some shows. I'd love to come to Phoenix. Have you ever done shows in Phoenix? You live on, yeah. you live in, in L.A. too. I do. Jim and I, uh, we just did the Talking Stick Resort, which is in Scottsdale. You open for we, Jim Norton. I do, yes. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Do you, and, that, and that's fun. That's going to be a it's wild amazing. experience. Yeah, I've been on tour with him for the last two years. That's amazing. So it's been. I'm uh, This Saturday, I'll be opening for him at Town Hall in New York City. There so. you go. So go out to that show if yes. there's tickets left. Mm-hmm. i got to try and get him on this podcast. I feel like Oh, he'd, he'd be great. amazing. He'd give great advice. Um, I've been married for almost a year. And we have a great relationship. Okay. But there's one area I'd like advice in. About every six to eight weeks, my wife has a breakdown about how she looks. She says she feels terrible, has gained so much weight, etc. I'm still attracted to her, and we have still have great sex, but she's insecure. Mm-hmm. This usually ends up with us going to the gym together for two to three days, but then she gets too stressed, overwhelmed at work, and doesn't want to go. I'm a very fit guy. Exercise daily before she wakes up. How do I get her to at least go for a daily walk to ensure a healthy life for many decades? What do you think? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's so touchy with the- So touchy. Yeah, with with image and that sort of a thing. Um, I mean, do you yourself- I mean, I, as a guy, yeah. I can look at this question and I can empathize with the wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can empathize with the idea of like, I, and I'm going through this right now. I And people say this to me like, like I told, I was on G Chat earlier, my buddy, and I was like, I, I, uh, I haven't drank in like a week. Yeah. Okay? So and uh, and then my buddy was like, classic J Train, <laughs> goes crazy for two weeks, and then it's like new life, new me. Yeah. And I do this a lot. Yeah. But I do have, the, and I'd like to even out my life a little bit more. I'd like sure. to have, like, I'd love to be the three glasses of wine. Yeah. Has a fun night and goes home guy and doesn't eat. <laughs> seven slices of pizza right so i'm trying to even out my life a little bit more but like recently i was like really not feeling well like i was like Mm, yeah and i was like okay i gotta like i gotta have a reset and then try and slide back into this like you know you know more even lifestyle and it's tough with what we do you're out late at night you feel like i mean you and i were at the cellar saturday night that show didn't end until like almost 2 30 but then it was like daylight savings time and there was a moment where i was like I could go out right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to. Yeah. This is the universe's way of letting me know. Yeah. I should go. I have an extra hour. Yeah. I should drink that extra hour away. But totally. then I ended up going home and I actually felt better for going home. because And now I feel great today. And like, yeah. and, but I do understand the idea of like, even for her, where you have that breakdown yeah. and I have it happen to me where I'm like, this is the worst mental day of my life. Right. I'm going to, and then I, to have two to three days of reset, and then I kind of feel a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Do it's, you ever get that way? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, uh, it's been a weird transition for me because I grew up in sports like very, very heavily, mm. where I was always involved in at least two sports at a time, and that was. Just, what did you play? Uh, volleyball, basketball, soccer, tennis. Like did gymnastics. So you did younger. it all. Yeah, I did a lot, and. Then you get older and did you play in college. I uh, I went to Willamette University my freshman year and was gonna walk on and do it there, but the coach ended up being like an insane person okay. and got fired. So uh, I decided not to. But what school? So I went to Willamette University my freshman year. It's Willamette? Like, yeah, it's like a v- private small school in Oregon. Okay, cool. And then I transferred uh, to Washington State University where Wazoo. My, my liver died a very horrible death for three I years. I love Wazoo. <laughs> it was great. I love the logo. Yeah. I love Go Mike Coops. Leach. Yes. I love every, and I love Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. I love everything about Wazoo. <laughs> for some reason, that school's always spoken to me. I love their stadium. It's it was the best. It's a weird kind of. It, it kind of looks high schoolish a little bit. Yes. Or did they redo it? It used to be where it would like. It it kind of only had two sides to it. It's a weird place. It's I mean it's in the middle of the wheat fields. Mm. They just built this little town, and the only thing that's there is the university. Yeah, and it's just. It was the best. Speaks to me. Best. I went to Penn State, so oh, I did. you would love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, once you get out of high school and you're in college, it's just kind of on you if you want to keep playing some sort of sport or stay in shape. Mm. And I didn't 
I didn't like that. I didn't do that as well. I liked There's being no on coach. a schedule. Yeah. yeah, I liked being part of of a team. Um, it's, working out while you feel like you're not working out. Yeah, yeah. you're like you're playing a game. It's sure. you're not thinking about oh, I'm just on this treadmill for 30 minutes. So, I mean, uh, he's saying that he goes and works out every day. Yeah, I don't think he can encourage her. I I, I think what he can only encourage her so much. There's a point yeah. where if you say it too much, she's like. What else is the fucking issue here? Well, especially if she already feels self-conscious. I would say to him, and this is kind of, this is what's helped me. Yeah. When I get into relationships too, it feels like you have to do these dinners all the time. It feels right. like you have to be on this schedule with this other person. Right. And it, for a lot of my relationships, it, it's why they end. I'm like, I, I, and then I get out of a relationship and I feel like, oh, I can eat just a sandwich. Oh. For dinner, you know, like instead of like a dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I would say to him, like, give her those resets. Like, let those happen and be right. on board for like, and if she doesn't want to like do a meal at night, like she wants to do a certain type of meal, be on board for that and don't take it personally. Like, that's right. always been my thing where I'm like, I, like someone will be like, if I'm on one of those reset modes where I'm trying to like get my life together. Yeah. And then someone's like, let's do lunch on Wednesday. I'm like. I don't want to do fucking lunch. <laughs> I want to yeah. pack a sandwich and eat like a squirrel <laughs> yeah. and feel good about myself. Uh, and, harvest nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just drank for... I have a friend. He's always looking to booze. Mm. But at the worst time for me, uh, it's always like Tuesday, let's get hammered. I'm like, I just did a weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know? doing this on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, like I don't want to... I want my Tuesdays to be boring. Yes. So give. I think give her the opportunity to have these freakouts. Yeah. And like, and know that this is, and, and then when these like in, in between ranges happen, like maybe you guys are like, let's maybe together you, you guys make Sunday sloppy Sunday. If I was in a relationship, yeah. I would give names to days <laughs> and I'd be I like, like today is obese Sunday. <laughs> we're going to act right. like we're on an episode of my 600 pound life. <laughs> yeah. And this is how we spend our day. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the reason you do cheat meals during like, working out is that you and like you go so crazy that you never want to eat again right and that's and so then and you, you kind of restart your metabolism a little bit too so this is what i'm saying so maybe you guys make a game out of it yeah you have you know you have sober sober weeks drunken fridays <laughs> obese sundays like i would schedule <laughs> it out maybe make it fun make it into a game and, yeah. and make it you centric don't make it about her right don't be like hey you freak out every two weeks so let's stop doing this shit right. be like hey i want to do it this way yeah and i mean in my relationship my my boyfriend has gone through periods of time where he has just you know not felt like being super active mm. and i've gone through periods where i don't feel like being super active and then it doesn't necessarily line up either. Like there's times where I'm feeling that way. And then he all of a sudden is running every day for yeah. like two months it's, straight. It doesn't have to be together. Yeah. And it's, I just, it's so tough. I know it can be frustrating, but that is something that you really have no control over. They have to want to do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Kelsey cook at Kelsey cook on Twitter. Kelsey cook comedy on Instagram. The podcast is called the self helpless podcast. Go check it out. Now let's do one more email than a voicemail. Does that sound good? Shelby, let's do one more email. I'll give you the choice of titles. Ooh, okay. okay. Hospital home wrecker. What the fuck? Tried to ghost, but now I'm an asshole. Not, uh, let's do tapping on a window that has, on a girl's window that has a boyfriend. Tapping on the window is when I, when you like a bunch of pictures in a row. Okay. <laughs> and you're just letting her know that you're there. Like, so, hello. So, hello. Um, <laughs> tapping on a girl's window that has a boyfriend. I need to stop drunk calling. Uh, sliding into the DMs. A boss fuck. Ooh. So let's do a boss fuck. Yeah. I like a boss fuck or hospital home record. I mean, that, I'm, I. Hospital home record. You could do that too. You, you choose. It's up to you. You're the guest. You pick between hospital and boss fucker. Let's do boss fuck because it looks kind of short. Okay. J Train, I'm here with a massive feather stretching from Alabama to those nuts. Uh, <laughs> I'm running into a problem. I recently got a new job from my, uh, a new job. My manager hits on me sometimes and she will text me being very flirty and the next day be a bitch. So the last week I've been ignoring her playing it cool. She will randomly send me nudes in the same day at, Whoa. at work. She won't say a word to me outside of the work related things. Wow. I love the way she's playing. <laughs> yeah. She, can you imagine Jesus. sending someone nudes and then being like, 
hey, need the reports by five. <laughs> I tried to get her to hang with me on two occasions, but one time she had a, mu- a made-up ex- BS excuse. Uh, the first time she had a doctor's appointment, understandable. She told me she's been talking to this guy for a while. She hit hit me with her problems, and I just told her to do what you got to do. <laughs> oh the way God. this email is written yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, I can't seem to read this chick. She snaps me all the time, even when I don't reply, but I can't tell what she's aiming for. Does she just want a guy to, uh, at work to fuck with, or do you think she would actually hang out if I game this girl down? King of brunch, I need help. Her rating is an 896, so we have a rating system here on the podcast. Oh Guys God. or girls can use it. Okay. It's the area code method, face, body, personality. <laughs> so 896. Oh so the personality funny. is probably being brought down by this weird fucking yeah. attitude she's given. Uh, the reason she's a six is she's emotional as fuck and won't stop playing games. Yeah, that's I didn't even yeah, read that. Yeah, the game. It's weird to it. It is very much, uh, woman scorned movie esque to yeah. send nudes, mention it, yeah. not at all at work. So yeah. it's very it's very sexy and fun and weird. Yeah, it's all of those. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> it is a weird package of those things. Um. <clears throat> What do you think Fuck. she wants out of this? What do you? What's her game? I don't know. I can't even picture. I'm like, damn, she's a she is a boss. She's, she's a just, boss lady. Ooh. I oh man, send me her number. No, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, hey, she sounds a little cuckoo because that's that is some unusual yeah, behavior. It, she's playing with the power dynamic. She's playing with this thing that she has, and it's yeah, it's, and she's sexualizing it. Yeah, she's taking you know the and, and like. If a guy did this and a girl ratted him out, yeah, game over for that guy. Yeah, yeah. If, if you ratted her out, it'd be game over for her, but like, it wouldn't be in the town paper. Right, exactly. No one really give a shit. Exactly. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think him playing, if he wants to fuck her, which I'm sure he yeah, does. Yeah, he says he wants uh, to fuck her. Then I would just keep playing it cool. Keep receiving. Keep, keep receiving. Keep receiving. And also don't get emotional and mad about this. What she's doing, good for her. Good sure. for her. You don't know her. You don't want to date her. So don't take it as like a lot of guys are getting this like pride thing. Who else you send these? To? Oh, bitch, you send this to all the right. people. Who cares? Right. Who fucking cares? Right. Okay. Let her let her play this whole fucking thing out. Yeah. Her whole desire thing. And you just be ready for if and when. Sure. Yeah. You just be, you know what you are? You're the National Guard. <laughs> you get a yeah. call. You're ready to go serve. Yeah. And but don't, don't be invested. Don't, don't put, be invested. Yeah. Exactly. Let yeah. her play this fun erotica yeah. that she's like invented on her own. But also like, you know, when she's, you know, she's sending, like maybe you don't ever send back nudes because that can get you in trouble. Like yeah. let her be the one sending these things. Let her be the one that if you showed it to someone in a court, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, you got to fuck her, but you, you did nothing wrong. Yeah. You, <laughs> you need know? to risk your job. No. So the next time she sends it, just be like, I would write back, fucking hot. I would write back, that's hot. Yeah. I would always always write back, never with pictures. And I would always, uh, and write back, fire emojis. There's a lot of ways you can (laughs) play this game. (laughs) Yeah. Fire emojis, DJ noises. Um, You know, those, you know, bitmojis where you're going, wow, with big eyes. All those things to the point, and then... One of them you write back while you're out. Yeah. I'm out right now. Let me know. And yeah. then let her pull on that rope. If she doesn't, push to the next time. Right. And me, uh, but I'm like, does should he even push again if she doesn't get back to him? Because I think Who at cares? that point you just are like, all right, well, I tried, but now I'm gonna play it cool. But I think mm. even but I hear what you're saying. Like yeah. like but him with no investment in this, he can go out dating, he yeah, can go out meeting true, girls. There's nothing stopping him from meeting new people. Absolutely. Yeah. All he really has to do is respond to a couple Snapchats. Yeah. And then the one night that this works out, yeah. When the National Guard calls you <laughs> And you're out of the bar, and you just say, and you, yeah, you, you salute, salute, and you get, and you say, I'm out. Let's yeah. hang. The mm. one night, because she's going to say, she's going to either bite, she's going to bite on this fantasy. Yeah. At a certain point, she's going to go, Are you out tonight? And it's going to be the perfect night for her. And maybe it's the perfect night for you, too. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. But if it is, yeah. 
Then you then you let the shark sink its teeth into its prey. <laughs> oh my god. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do a voicemail. You ready? The number for the voicemail, 347-669-8252. 347-669-8252. Put that in your phone. In the day of having a phone with unlimited contacts, oh, yeah. Throw put it in there. just and and title it Papa JT. Or King of Brunch, or Climax Czar, or TD Freed, or Omelette Overlord. There's many things How do you, you can get put all me. these names. It's just listen. Everyone, everyone has a new thing. I guess so. Let's hear it. J Train, hypothetical right here. Oh, hypothetical. Or a car ride home from Earl's Camp. You have to pick a four-course fast food meal, aka side, main course, mm. desserts, and drink. What you going, bro? Thank you. So it's a four-course meal, side, main course, appetizer, and drink. Is that what he's saying? That you just have to pick a fast food restaurant that you'd want to do and that And from at? a fast food restaurant? It can be from any. Any fast food restaurant. Yeah. Oh, you can pick from each different one. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Oh, man. This is one like I would want to be more prepared for because I'm sure yeah. people are going to have opinions on this. But- if you have your opinion, what what's your fast food combination of main course, side, appetizer, and drink? Um, I'm gonna do it off the top of my head. Kelsey, you'll do it off the top of your head. Shelby, you'll do it off the top of your head. But okay. I'm these are these are obviously rough drafts because we're just hearing this. Yes. Um, because this is very important. There's a lot going on in the world, and this is probably the most important thing going on in the world. <laughs> obviously, no doubt. Off the top of your head, Kelsey, do you have any thoughts? Um. Okay, so my mind went to In and Out first because okay. I live in LA and that is my that is my go to fast food of choice. Okay. So I would say I would say fries and burger, like main course and from In and Out. In and Out. Okay. I would say for a drink, can I do Wendy's Frosty? Absolutely. And then maybe like a KFC biscuit. Oh wow. I never would have thought of KFC biscuit, even though <laughs> It's delicious. With some honey and butter? Mm, that's that's hard to beat. Okay. Interesting. Go, Shelby. Fries go with Burger King. Okay, already wrong, but okay. <laughs> it comes <laughs> it also, like get out. Yeah. <laughs> because they come with onion rings. There's always an onion ring. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay, not as wrong anymore. Too I like far. your I like your thinking here. Go. Maine, you gotta go with the KFC double down. Wow. Damn, you're looking to die. Wow. That is unexpected. Okay. Face God, walk backwards in the hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now so you got a you got a side, you got a, a main course. I need an appy. Appetizer. What was your app again? No, what did you do? I mean, I guess I did two sides. I said KFC biscuit and then the fries. So no, from let's do two sides, a main and a uh there's I, not like appetizers in the fast food world. I know, it's just I, sides. I, but there's just sides. So let's say two sides, a main and, I, a, and a drink. I treat the Taco Bell quesadilla as a side. <laughs> and fine, fine with me. Sure. And so you're going uh, double Taco Bell, okay? And uh, drink, I'd go with the Coke freestyle and make the guy behind the counter mix everyone together. Everyone mm. together, real five year old choice. Out of your <laughs> yeah. Shelby. Okay, interesting. I feel a lot of pressure right now. Um, I'm going with, for my two sides, McDonald's French fries made right then. Sure. I want them hot, baby, and I want them fresh. So I'm asking the person behind the counter. I'm slipping them an extra buck, and I'm saying, let's make a new batch. So McDonald's French fries, new. Okay. Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Mm, All right. From Taco Bell. Okay, Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. Okay, for a main. My drink, Shake Shack shake. Okay, and I know that's gonna piss people off because Shake Shack shake you can't get nationally. So I'll send them in and out, I guess. Hmm. Who else has drinks? Sonic. I've never had the drinks from Sonic. I feel like dessert is a better question. Dessert's a better question. I mean, the apple pie from McDonald's is pretty good. I went to Whataburger. Um, what they're doing is fine. <laughs> I think we all need to relax on our hometown. <laughs> I just like the way you said that. <laughs> 
what they're doing is fine. I, I just think everyone gets too into their hometown thing. <laughs> right. The burger's so big that it like looks like it was uh like genetically mutated. Oh, that's like never the buns. Good. It's just too big. It's too it's much. Too much. Yeah. I want it handheld. I hate sure. hometown food. Hometown food. Like Pittsburgh well, has the fucking Primani brothers. Primani brothers where they put fries on a sandwich. <laughs> oh, big deal. Yeah. Well, I I like Primani <laughs> brothers. I my big thing is I don't like when people are too into their hometown food because it's yeah. like you have to it's like one of those things like okay travel a little bit then come back to me yeah you're blinded and also don't get angry at me <laughs> it's like wawa and sheets i always come back to that <laughs> wawa is the um is the philly like 7-eleven okay they're gonna get mad at me about that and okay. sheets is the is the Pittsburgh 7-Eleven, okay? okay? They're the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> and people from both sides will tell you, gotta go to Wawa, gotta go to Sheet. And it's like, they're the fucking same with different paint jobs. And yeah. it's and, and that's the thing. And, and, and it is a sad state of the country. If we want to really get into it, if we want to be political, <laughs> uh, political, less and less, our city streets are looking a lot alike now. Yeah. So, we, you know, you will run down a street and in one city, and we see it travel in the country. Any town, USA, yeah. where that's all these chain restaurants and Starbucks. all these chain Starbucks. You can get the same meal in New York City that you could get in Arkansas, and that's a little sad. That's true. So we start to hold tighter onto the things that are home based yes. that make us feel some nostalgia for home. Yeah. That's why there's a lot of you know smaller places that are opening up. Like all these cities are starting to get their own things opening up and all these like old town plays are starting to become more and more popular. Right. Um, but listen, I, I, I always like to end on a state of the union address. <laughs> um, Kelsey, thank you for coming on. Oh, this was so much fun. Thank you for having you were me. You're fantastic. At you. Kelsey cook on Twitter at Kelsey cook comedy on Instagram. She's fantastic. Go follow her. Go support her. The self helpless podcast is every Monday. It's yes. her Taylor Tomlinson, Delaney Fisher. It's a great podcast. You should add it to your queue. Shelby. Thank you. Thanks for having me at classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here for Tuesday and Friday with your emails. Keep sending them in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Go sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. And I'm at Jared Freed on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom.